There is not a single one of us. Not a one. Not a single one that ever followed Jesus Christ that was forced to do it. We've had the draft in the United States. They've had it in other countries where you were forced to go into the military. But Jesus Christ had an army and has an army of volunteers. You look at the original 12. They were fishermen, tax collector. He said, follow me. He didn't promise them a bed of roses. Matter of fact, we're going to look into this. And as a salesman, he'd have been a failure. I guarantee you, when as a salesman, you want to make things attractive like a car, you want to, you want to get in there and drive this new car and feel the leather and the, hear the stereo. You know, you sell all the positives. You do the same thing with a house. You walk through it and you point out all of these things that are so beautiful and so comfortable. And can't you imagine yourself sitting here looking out in the backyard and seeing whatever. As salespeople, that's what salesmen do. But today we're going to look at the words of Jesus Christ as he sent his 12 disciples out. Hear the words of Jesus Christ. See the challenge that He placed before them. And know that not a one of the twelve balked on Him. Even after getting a copy of the job description. I think if your employer had handed you a job description like this, you would have said, I think I'll go down the street. But we're volunteering to be a part of the army of Jesus Christ. There's no other army like it. There's, there's no other army that offers so much in the way of a peace and a calmness, even in the midst of storms. There's nothing like it. There's the argument over guns. But guns don't bring you the peace and comfort that you have from the word of Jesus Christ. And yes, before anybody gets on me, I have my guns. Y'all want to see it? Uh, no, not really. Um, but there's no comfort like knowing Jesus Christ. You know, Barbara is going to go in for a couple of, day of days of test. That's a little stressful. Been there and done that because it's atrophied. Brings back memories. We have those situations... Nikki is in the hospital now again. Linda Garza has had a very tough week as several others that we have talked about. Sharissa's had several weeks back to back. So many weeks. And yet she's never stepped out alone. She may feel lonely, but she's never alone. He is always there. Always. And if you are feeling this moment, this day, like, you know, these trials and tribulations are so heavy on your shoulder, look around. I get inspiration from people such as Sharissa. I get inspiration when I see a warrior, when I see someone that 
the devil himself cannot shake the love of Christ. The devil is fighting a losing war, but he will not give up. He will not quit. And Jesus sent his 12 disciples out. Out into the trenches. So this morning we read his words. The words of Jesus Christ as he sends his disciples out. This is going to be in the 10th chapter of Matthew Earl, I'll slow down for you. The 10th chapter of Matthew, anyone that's going to read along with me. First verse, Jesus called his 12 disciples to him and gave them authority to drive out impure spirits and to heal every disease and sickness. Fifth verse, these 12 Jesus sent out with the following introduction. Do not go among the Gentiles or enter any town of of the Samaritans. Go to the lost sheep of Israel. As you go, proclaiming this message, the kingdom of heaven has come near. Heal the sick. Raise the dead, cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out demons freely. You have received freely give. The 16th verse. I am sending you out like sheep among the wolves. Now that's a real great introduction. How would you like to have the army sign and saying, uh, what was it they always had on the posters of the signing up in the army? Um, come on, somebody must remember. I don't. No. No. I don't know. I hadn't heard it yet. I hadn't heard it yet. But it was something like serve your country or something. But Jesus, pardon me? In the service, yes, I do. I do, and I'm going to plant some people next time. I am sending you out like sheep among the wolves. Therefore, be as shrewd as snakes and as innocent as doves. I looked that shrewd as snakes up, especially after I went rattlesnake hunting with Dean. But those little things sliver around, you know, they're where you least expect them. The, the one big one we found was in kind of a dump area, and you he started uh, tripping all of those little tin cans over until we heard that little ringing sound. They're hiding in there. So he's asking his disciples to go out and not be conspicuous. Don't try to throw rocks at people and disturb people, but go out and be kind and gentle as a dove. You don't have to go out and yelling and screaming or anything like that. Go out and serve in a quiet, mannerly way. Which brings me to Gloria Simmons. What a quiet servant of the Lord. So many people that I talked to talked about what a witness she was in her life. And yet, to my knowledge, she never stood up in a pulpit. To my knowledge, she never stood up at a Chamber of Commerce meeting. She quietly was a servant. She quietly loved people. 
She went about it in a way that people saw the love that lived in her. You and I are being watched. There may have been somebody this very moment that saw you come in today and it made a difference in their life because they know you and respect you. You don't do it for show. You do it because you're worshiping Him. But each time you go to the post office, each time you go to United, each time you go dine out, somebody's watching you. And you know who, who's involved in their churches, other churches in this community? And so do they. And so you're going to make an impression on somebody's life just as Gloria did. So we're to go out in a peaceful, calm manner such as a dove. We are to go out and do his, do the work of a servant just as Jesus Christ called his disciples to. Be on your guard. You will be handed over to local councils and be flogged in the synagogue. Wow, sign me up for that. On my account, you will be brought before governors and kings as witnesses to them and to the Gentiles. But when they arrest you, do not worry about what to say or how to say it. At that time, you will be given what to say, for it will not be speaking, for it will not be you speaking, but the Spirit of your Father speaking through you. Gerald used reference this morning to the Sunday morning uh, Bible study in the lesson. So as you read this Bible, you don't realize how you are being prepared for the future. None of us do. None of us know. And yet we settle in with the word of Jesus Christ. And when we least expect that there is an opportunity, maybe it's family members around a dinner table, maybe it's a group of friends that are having a difficult time and and you speak up and say, can we have a prayer? Gloria was known that to ask for prayers during the evening, long before she had cancer, she would say, let's have prayer, well, let's pray about it tonight and get back on this subject tomorrow. Every time I saw her until the very last time, she had a little smile on her face. She never panicked. She never did. She knew who she was, who she belonged to. And she knew if she passed away where she was going. And the, that uh, last time that I talked to her that she was able to communicate, she was sleeping, but then Fred said, Wayne's here, and she had a little smile on her face. And we had a, and we had a prayer. Always, always, she was reflecting the love of Jesus Christ. And this is not anything you can't do. 
It's not like I'm asking you to go out there and run 26 miles or get in that 100-mile bicycle uh, run in Wichita Falls. It's nothing like this. This is living life with Jesus Christ. Just as he sent his disciples out, you are his disciples. You are being sent out over 2,000 years later, just as he sent the original 12 to do what he has asked to be done. What is that? It's not too complicated. Love one another. Love one another. Even I can remember that. Love one another. He has called you and me to share the love of Jesus Christ. The love we have received from Him. The grace, the mercy, the love. To share that with others. The 19th verse I want to read this again, but when they arrest you, do not worry about what to say or how to say it. At that time, you will be given what to say, for it will not be you that's speaking, but the Spirit of your Father speaking through you. Take that and claim that. Hold on to that. Tommy Hodges, most of you know, he, he, ever since I've known him, he's, been a, he's driven trucks. And he and a guy at one of the truck stops were having a visit about Jesus Christ. And then somebody else at this truck stop said, I get so tired of hearing you Christians talking about Jesus Christ and started to chastise them and spoke up in a, in a loud, mannerly way to attack them. And Tommy says, boy, I'm glad to have this conversation. I've been wanting to meet a guy like you for a long time. He was, he was lock and loaded. He was ready for him. And the guy got up and left. He didn't want any more of Tommy in any form or fashion. The 21st verse. Brother will betray brothers to death. And the father, his child, children will rebel against their parents and have them put to death. You will be hated by everyone because of me. But the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. When you are persecuted in one place, flee to another. I'm reminded of a young lady, 20-ish. She was starting to work at a plant in Lubbock. And some of the people during break would start discussing Jesus Christ. And through these discussions over a period of time, she gave her life to Christ because of the fellow workers. But when she went home, her family wanted no part of it. They were accusing her, calling her names, bashing her, you know, how silly of this, and, and just trying to wear her down. And I don't know what the final, final outcome would be, but every time I read this about family being against family, if you stand with Jesus Christ, you're standing on the rock. Let, them, let the wind blow. 
Let the rain come down. But if you're standing on the rock of Jesus Christ, you're on sound footing. And again, don't worry about what you're going to say. You don't have to be an orator like Joel Olstein or Max Licato. You don't have to be like that. Just come from your heart and tell them about the love you have for Jesus Christ and the love He has for you. Let them know that their sins have already been paid for and that they didn't pay a price for it, but He did. Let them know. Let them know and stand there firm knowing that Christ will not betray you. The 26th verse, still in the 10th chapter. So do not be afraid of them, for there is nothing concealed that will not be disclosed or hidden that will not be made known. What I tell you in the dark, speak in the daylight. What is whispered in your ears, proclaim from the roofs. Do not be afraid of those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Rather be afraid of the one who can destroy both soul and body in hell. Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? Whoever acknowledges me before others, I will acknowledge before my Father in heaven. But whoever disowns me before others, I will disown them before my Father in heaven. Do not suppose that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I did not come to bring peace, but the sword. The 38th verse, Whoever does not take up the cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds their life will lose it. And ever who loses their life for my sake, for my sake, will find it. Anyone who welcomes you welcomes me, and anyone who welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. And so he sent the disciples out. Like I said, it's not a pretty job description. But the disciples volunteered to follow Jesus Christ and they did not balk at this moment. They heard His words. They trusted Him. They knew Him. And they went out like sheep to the lambs. Let's try that again. Like the lambs to the slaughter, lambs to the lion, That's how they went out. You and I probably will not find that kind of environment. But we know from just watching the news that it does exist. And it seems like it's more prominent than ever. But maybe not. Maybe we just didn't know about it. But Christians are being chastised and made fun of all over the place. But Christ, over 2,000 years ago, told us that was going to happen. And we're to stay firm with Him and not backpedal. We are to stand and carry the cross of Christ wherever we may go. It might be driving from here to Tyler or from here to Oklahoma City. It may be from here to uh, 
Albuquerque, New Mexico. But wherever we go, we are to carry the cross of Jesus Christ and let his light shine, even in the most trying times. I was so blessed during my surgery that every time I thanked the doctor, I've said this before, but I'll probably say it again and again, but every time I thank that surgeon for what he did, he says, don't thank me, thank him. And he would raise his hand. He gets the glory, I'm just his servant. That's the kind of doctor I want that understands God is in charge. And each time he did that, he was witnessing. No, he didn't have to go into a church and go to the pulpit. His pulpit was where he worked. And he let individuals know, and they, the group of nurses prayed. It was, it was an environment in which you could feel the Holy Spirit. And if you ever wanted the Holy Spirit with you, it was during a time like that. So you can take that Holy Spirit wherever you may be going and share it with those that do not know the joy that is truly yours. You know Jesus Christ. You have accepted Jesus Christ. Now share that joy with others. There's no joy like the love and the joy that he has given to us. And knowing his presence, that Holy Spirit that lives within you and lives within me. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you and surrender to you. For we know we are weak. We know we yield to temptation. We know, dear Lord, that there are those times in which we, we are not proud of. And yet, you forgive us all. So many times we cannot forgive ourselves, or at least we do not. And yet, you have already forgiven us. Let us take that burden and drop it so that we can be a witness of love and kindness to the world in which we live. Let us surrender all to Jesus Christ. For it's in your name we pray. Amen. If there's anyone that would like